This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1872. Spread too thin? How to say you have overcommitted in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Is your team operating on a skeleton crew? Are you overextended? Today, learn how to say that you have too many responsibilities on your work team or in your everyday life in English. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team. But it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Michelle. How's everything going today? Good. I just realized I need to move my light back where it was. Oh, my gosh. It's good. How are you? There we go. (laughs) She's ready to go. She's ready. I am always happy to be on the microphone with you. It's all good. No complaints. No complaints. (laughs) Yeah, we have a fun time. We have a fun time. Yeah. And Lindsay, today we are going to be answering a listener question, which we love. And this one is very interesting and very useful, I think, also for the times that we live in today. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, this was actually an Instagram message. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, so guys, sometimes you can you, you can also send us messages on Instagram. We do check those as well. Yeah. So if it's a good question, uh, we will we will get to it like we are getting to this one. Yeah, guys, we have lots of great social channels, which we haven't actually mentioned that in a while, but we have an Instagram <laughs> channel. We have a TikTok channel, don't we, Michelle? Uh, YouTube, lots of good things. This particular episode is also on YouTube, which is so That's fun. Right. Yeah. That is right. Awesome. So, okay. Uh, would you read the question for us? All right. This is from Salo Bueno. And I could tell you that Salo has been a listener for a long time. So I want to call out Salo and say thank you. I actually think Salo was one of our original listeners, like from 2013. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
gosh. Well, it's thank amazing. you for listening. That is awesome. It's amazing. So he says, hi, girls. Hope you're doing well. I'm a customer service professional in Brazil, and I'm in charge of all customers from Asia. When talking to our warehouse in the US, they said to me that they would be open with just a skeleton crew on a specific day. I had never heard this expression and didn't have an idea of what it meant. Uh, working with a minimum staff, as minimum of a staff as possible. Could you please talk about this expression and give us more examples of this expression in a business uh, on, on a daily basis? Thank you so much. I'm a big fan from Brazil. Oh, and have been listening to you since 2018. Okay, 2018 is good. I got him confused with someone else. I think. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, 2018 is still very time. good. We're definitely happy to have you listening. So thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. Great question, right, Michelle? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So to be honest, skeleton crew, um, I didn't know it, but you knew it. So a lot of times yeah. you'll say, oh, I'm teaching you today. You got to teach me. I know. I love it. That rarely happens, actually. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> usually, you know, all these words. And like I said, oh, I've been living you. under oh, a rock or something. I'm not sure what's wrong. with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, this <clears throat> I hear this sometimes in the business world. So first of all, skeleton crew is the idea that, OK, let's imagine an airline or the airlines these days. Oh, especially flight attendants, right? Are working. Mm -hmm. I think I may have heard this over the Christmas holiday when I went to Germany. They may have even announced this on the on the flight and saying we're working with a skeleton crew. So please be patient because you only have, there's only one flight attendant when there should be five. Mm. It means when businesses oh. really just don't have the staff either on purpose because they want to save money or because they can't hire anyone. In this case, it was because of the pandemic. People were actually mm -hmm. sick. And this was um, an airline. I was like, oh, my gosh, all these flight attendants are sick. And I'm on this flight. And, ooh, yeah, I you know, see they were on the flight ooh. yesterday and they're all sick now at home. And mm, so anyways, but anyway, I survived. So it's OK. And <laughs> hopefully everyone else did as well. But yeah, so that's what a skeleton crew is. OK. Okay, good, good. Yeah, you got this visual in your head. And yes, <laughs> um, it's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because imagine just bones, skin and bones, but, right? Ah, skin and bones. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I didn't know this. Um, but it did make me think of so so I guess I'm kind of on the right track here. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, with this word, I was thinking of the word understaffed. Yeah, that's it. That's the same thing. In that context of the airline, that's the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. They they told us they, maybe they didn't use the word understaffed, but they were definitely understaffed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to be talking more about this idea today, more other ways to say it. So yeah, um, but before we get into that, guys, we want to remind you to head on over to the uh, IELTS Energy podcast with Jessica and Aubrey, right, Lindsay? Oh, totally. If you guys are taking IELTS, hopefully people are going to start moving abroad again, right? So exciting, the opportunities that you have. Yeah. So many of you have to take the IELTS and the first place you should go is start with the IELTS Energy podcast. So go search for it. You're going to see the yellow. It's from All Ears English and hit follow. Okay, good. Stuff. Awesome. Love it. All right. So understaffed, right? I mean, it, it basically and it sounds like skeleton crew is, is the same is when there yeah. are not enough employees somewhere to get the work done. And as you mentioned, it's funny that you mentioned this example. I, I think of the global health crisis um, with people 
quitting their jobs mm-hmm. or getting sick, unfortunately. And I was, I thought, you know, I was thinking specifically of like the restaurant industry because I know people who experienced going to restaurants or even mm-hmm. like fast food places and there were no workers. Um, so some places even would have to shut down for that reason. I saw it around mm-hmm. town, you know, that it, um, I think even a Starbucks near my, me closed for that reason. Really? Is that because in that particular case, was it because everyone was sick or everyone had quit or what? what I was think going in on? The, I think in that case, people were sick. Wow, that's crazy. We've been through a crazy couple of years. And I think that these phrases, skeleton crew, understaffed, have been really useful in the last few years, guys. Right. And they probably still are. Yeah. You know, we're coming out of this, I hope. But slowly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, but then, so there are sometimes when it's specifically for that kind of disaster. Um, And then there are places that are kind of habitually understaffed, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when, you know, they need to hire someone else um, or something like that. But, you know, sometimes it's just for a short period of time, maybe, Maybe um, someone's out. Um, maybe someone had a baby. Maybe someone um, just had to stop working for some reason, whatever it is. So mm-hmm. maybe you're short staffed for like a period of time or understaffed right. for a period of time. Um, but yeah, so it can be this is a very ver- uh, versatile word. Yeah, it makes me think of a conversation I had just last night about one of our favorite neighborhood restaurants. And we're constantly speculating about why they have not opened up again. They have not been able to reopen Mm. again. Mm. They serve my favorite kind of beer, which is porters and stouts. And they're known for that. They have a whole week that's dedicated to stout beers and they're closed. Mm -hmm. They have been closed since 2020. And I keep saying, you know, what's going on, right? Because they can't get the staff mm-hmm. or they're short staffed, which would be another phrase. Yep. I'm not sure if we're going to teach that one we today. Are. Okay. <laughs> we yeah. are. Oh yeah. That's too bad. I mean, it's kind of sad. I mean, yeah, sometimes yeah, it's, it's just, it, it's just people are away on vacation and then everybody's kind of covering for that person or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, just a temporary thing. Um, so let's give, let's give some examples here. Lindsay, you want to give the first example? Okay, I'm having a hard time seeing it. Okay, here we go. Here's a here's a phrase, guys. Write this one down. We're seriously understaffed right now, so I'll be working late for the next couple of weeks until the end of tax season. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I know a particular accountant that's having this problem right now, <laughs> and he needs to hire some people to work for him because yo gosh, accountants have it's like boom or bust for them, yeah. right? That tax season. Yeah, I have some friends who are accountants. Do you have friends who are accountants? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I felt terrible it's <laughs> They're rough. going through the tax season. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Um, it's hard to have a job like that where it, I mean, every job I think has like busy times of the year, but this is a really well known, like, yes. uh oh, for people. <laughs> it really is. What, what do they consider the busy tax season? Is it January to April or what is it? I always wondered what. The actual... I think it's like, yeah, may, maybe starting towards like the end of February and then, yeah, till, okay, you know, through April, I guess. A couple of months, yeah, where you don't really do anything else. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Lindsay, I, I, I don't, I mean, we definitely have busy seasons here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that it's like a, you know, a tax season somewhere. Like, do you, no. do you feel it? Like, I think that a lot of our listeners are, you know, really tuned in and motivated, especially around January and September. But that makes sense because the September is when, you know, everyone's kids go back to school, at least in the U S and we're mm-hmm. all ready to rededicate ourselves. Right. But I don't think that any of the seasons are particularly crazy. Summer may be a little slower, but that means we can take our vacations and that's good for us too. (laughs) Right, right. Absolutely. Or here's another example with understaffed. Let's put out a job ad. We've been understaffed for too long and we need the help. Yeah, understaffed. Mm -hmm. That's for a longer period of time. Yes. Um, So let's teach some other ways to say this. So you mentioned one of them, Lindsay, short staffed, right? Yeah. And I love that I said this naturally in real conversation, guys. (laughs) That's how you know you should write that one down. Um, Our kitchen is short staffed right now, but your food will be out in 15 minutes. And this is something you might hear not only just because of the global health crisis, any other time in the past, in the future, just that given night, someone didn't show up, which may be somewhat common in the restaurant world. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, you uh, like I feel like that happens a lot when there's when you're at a restaurant and something's taking a long time, the yeah. waiter or waitress might come over and say like I'm so sorry we're like short staffed in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Um your food will be out. Um so that's that's very common. <laughs> Very common. Absolutely. And then the other the next one is good because it's not just about staffing. It's about all of the things you take on. What is this, Michelle? (laughs) It's spread too thin. So (laughs) this can be used to talk about many things, like Lindsay said, but this is definitely one. Um, You know, you would think of like spreading peanut butter. I know. That's what toast. I think of first. But I think of butter or peanut butter on a piece of bread, right? Yeah. And, and you know, it's just like spread too thin. Like you take, you know, it's like you didn't use enough or you spread it too thin and the taste isn't enough on the whole piece of bread, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's like you, you're doing too you don't have enough. You don't have enough. It's too thin. It's too thin. So here's a sample sentence, guys. Our staff is spread too thin. We need some extra help here. But Michelle, mm-hmm. honestly, um, this is also also useful if you're a student. Like I remember thinking, I remember seeing those kids that would be like three sport athletes. And then they were on all these clubs, student council, mm-hmm. and they were getting A's. And I never could understand those kids in high school and college. How did they do it? To me, it looked like they right. were spread too thin. They were always right busy but they just thrived they just made it work was that yeah. you <laughs> uh, no I mean I did I did theater and you know all theater. that kind of stuff so I definitely did a lot of extracurricular yeah. um but I didn't feel like I was I mean I think especially when I think of um, that I think of people who play like um in tournaments and they you know yes. uh, on, the, on, on every weekend as well and I know. I just always wondered how they got everything done. So that's another example outside of the working world, guys. If you want to, you know, your kids maybe in English are saying that or someone, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe in college, if you take Mm -hmm. five, you know, very difficult, high level college classes, you might be spread too thin over a semester. Right. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And then the last one is to overextend. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, it's like, I mean, overextend <laughs> the, the team overextended themselves. Right. So the boss gave them the afternoon off. Yes. So meaning what? What did they do? How did they how did that happen? It's like they they worked too hard. Mm-hmm. So this is this is kind of a little bit different, but I think it's still useful in this context. 
Yeah. And I also think of this term overextend myself by offering to do something to, to like putting my hand in too many things and say, someone asked mm-hmm. me for a favor. Sure. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Oh, can you do that? Yeah, sure. I can do that. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, you look at your schedule on a Saturday and you've got seven commitments, then you've right. overextended yourself, right? Right. You committed, overcommitted. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yes, that's good. That's good. So, I mean, Lindsay, just a couple of questions. Do you assume if your food is late that the kitchen is overextended or short staffed? Or do you assume like what's your like natural inclination? Mm, that's a good question. I guess I don't think about the kitchen as much as I probably could or should, you know, <laughs> Um I guess I don't really think anything. I don't know. Yeah, what about you're just you? Like, where's Michelle? my food? <laughs> I know. Yeah. What, how would you answer that? That's a good question. Um. Yeah. I. I guess. I. Uh. I guess. You know. You look around at the restaurant and you see how busy it is. And if it's really busy, I think it's you know a little more understand. Like. Yeah. Okay. I, you know. I understand. Look how busy they are, and then you assume that mm-hmm. you know maybe they're short staffed. Maybe they didn't realize it was going to be so busy. Um. Something like that. Um. Um, yeah, yeah, they're slammed. They're slammed. Right. Slammed. I like that expression. That's a fun That's bonus good. one. Slammed. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then have you ever worked somewhere that was understaffed and how did you handle it? You know, I did work in a, I worked in a brew pub once and I served like burgers yeah. and beers and that kind of thing. Kind of like a typical brew pub, mid range cost type place, right? Not fancy, mm-hmm. but not, not fast food. Um, and yeah, there were times when certain, you know, sometimes in that industry, people just don't show up for work. It do, it definitely happens in that in that world. Um, and so we had to just run faster back to the kitchen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was so long ago. So it's not it doesn't come into my consciousness as much now as it probably should, especially because I did work at a restaurant, you know. Right, right, right. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So let's do a role play. Okay. Let's do it. So here we are at a restaurant. Oh, no. We mm-hmm. work at a we restaurant. work at a restaurant. Even better. Okay. Oh, man. Did you see we're short-staffed again today? Yes. It's so frustrating. We are spread way too thin. The customers won't like it. Yeah. All of us waitstaff have totally overextended ourselves. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Being understaffed is no fun. I hope they'll hire new people soon. I think they actually just put out a job ad. Go oh, great. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't use skeleton crew in there, but I could have said, mm. oh, I, like, I feel like we're on our skeleton crew today or something like that. Yeah, or we're running on a skeleton crew or running with a skeleton crew today. That would be a good example. A restaurant staff, a wait staff, right? Another example, airline staff, wait staff, customer service type stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. good. All right. Well, thank you for teaching me about that expression. Um, <laughs> so let's go through it. So you said, oh man, did you see we are short staffed again today? Mm-hmm. Very common in the service industry to say this term. Um, and then you said we're spread way too thin. And guys, notice how we add that way. way. That could be a great one for another episode, Michelle, another day. Mm-hmm. Um, putting way right in there allows mm-hmm. you to really make it so much more, right? Emphasize, make it extra, as we say. Yes, yes, okay. (laughs) I like it. Yes, spread way too thin. Um, And then you said all us wait staff have totally overextended ourselves, right? Working too hard, doing too much. Yeah, exactly. And then you said, yeah, I'm exhausted. Remember that one from a few episodes ago, right? Uh, yeah. Or maybe in the future. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I think in the past. Yeah. Past. Okay. Being understaffed is no mm-hmm. fun, right? So you're saying that. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, something that yeah. maybe a, a floor manager would say or the wait staff could say too, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, there you have it, guys. So yeah, this was such a good question about skeleton crew. And we've kind of today also gone into culture and things that have happened because of the health crisis and, you know, people people leaving work and, you know, when you can use these things. So this these are all very useful. So this was a great question. Thank you for asking. Yeah, guys, this is a chance to reflect. Are you someone that tends to overextend yourself? Like, do you mm. overcommit? Do you end up being ah. spread too thin? Or do you hold back? Because for me, I often hold back on commitments and I think, oh, I don't want to feel that stress of being spread too thin. But then sometimes I don't have enough in my weekends. You know what I mean? Sometimes there's not enough going on. Oh. So it's you got to find that balance. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. And you're always going to be in a different kind of mood for the weekend or what, what sure. you're going to want to be up to. So yeah, it is it <laughs> yeah. is tough to know sometimes. Yeah, it's true. All right. This has been great. Very useful vocab today, Michelle. And I'll see you very soon. Have a good one. All right. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.